0: A quick note before you dive into today's episode, while I will always be an advocate for multi-passionates embracing their talents as a gift, not a burden, I have decided that I'm no longer going to run a business with that as the goal. Please note that as you listen to any episodes, any of the offers that I have expressed, especially my coaching program, which I've talked about in many episodes, those are no longer relevant as my business is closing. If you'd like to stay connected, come and find me on LinkedIn. The link will be added across the show notes in all episodes. Be well. And when I get to that deep desire, to the core of that feeling, I have so much empathy for myself. Of course I feel defeated. Of course I'm annoyed that this carousel that I posted that could have helped someone through their day didn't get shown. Here's the thing. If you don't allow yourself to go into these deeper layers of feelings, you might pass off your frustration at Instagram as, well, I shouldn't be thinking so much about an app. It's just an app, whatever. And you might not even go to the place where you can get to the core of what you're actually feeling. Welcome to the Multi-Passionate Mastery Podcast, the podcast where creatives come to embrace their talents as a gift, not a burden. I'm your host, Deanna Joy. Together we'll explore how to finally make friends with focus, ditching overwhelm and idea fatigue once and for all, and how to be unapologetic about who you are as a multi-passionate. But I'm not just going to pump you up with a bunch of empowerment content. I'm going to give you tools and practices that you can implement starting today. It's time to unlock your multi-passionate mastery. Let's begin. Hello, my love, and thank you for joining me today. I want to talk to you about how I've been responding to the changes happening on Instagram as a multi-passionate coach. I'm recording this episode in August of 2022, a time during which the powers that be over on Instagram have basically informed everyone on the platform that we're going to need to make video content in order to stay relevant. And this announcement has caused a lot of different responses to emerge. Some of them are hilarious. A lot of people have been doing parodies of this announcement, which have brought me to tears. And other people are feeling really frustrated. And some people are even leaving the platform altogether, realizing that maybe this just isn't the place for them anymore. Some people are continuing to create video content, but doing so pretty reluctantly. And other people are thinking of it as a creative challenge and embracing it and allowing this to be something that's a catalyst for them to express themselves in a new way. There's no right or wrong way to respond to these changes, but I've noticed that everyone is responding in some way, and it's something that's been on people's minds. So I want to share how I'm approaching this as a multi-passionate coach, as someone who embraces curiosity, as someone who asks questions, as someone who's in touch with their emotions and their feelings, and as someone who coaches themselves on a regular basis that I can be an even better coach to my clients. So I'm going to walk you through my process and hopefully you will take away something that's valuable for you from this episode. The first thing that I did is I asked myself the question, how do I feel about these changes that are happening on Instagram? When I asked that question, I didn't require that I had a response in the moment. Instead, I agreed to observe my process and and allow my observations to yield me an answer. So my first response and the first action that I took when I heard this update was I started cranking out reels. I was like, okay, well, if this is how my voice is going to get out there, I better just fall in line. And that's exactly what I did. I started creating a ton of reels and posting them, even sometimes posting more than one a day. And some of them would get great traction and others really wouldn't. But I wanted to just fall in line and do what they said I needed to do. This made me feel burnt out after a while because my output of these videos was not something that I could sustain. There's probably like one week out of the month where I feel like being on camera. And the other weeks, I'm more of a hermit. I'm definitely not someone who constantly wants to be on camera, that's why I love having a podcast. But there's a certain point in my menstrual cycle where I don't mind being on camera and that's when I'll batch a bunch of videos. But instead of recording them and saving them for later, I was just sharing, sharing, sharing. And there's nothing wrong with that. But when I think about wanting to create a sustainable relationship with this platform, that's not sustainable for me. So I noticed that I was sort of sacrificing my own well-being and my own energetic output to fall in line on this platform. That's the first thing I noticed. The second thing I noticed happened when I posted content that was not a reel, when I would post a static post or a carousel. Those posts would get little to no engagement. When I would click view insights, it would say that it had shown it to maybe 23 people. And there are over 9,000 people who currently follow me on that platform. So seeing that Instagram wouldn't even push that content out was extremely frustrating. I did not feel creatively lit up. I did not feel like it was a creative challenge. I felt frustrated. I felt defeated and I felt annoyed. So in observing both of these feelings and both of these responses and the actions that I was taking, I was able to gather kind of the surface level response that I had. First, I fell in line. Then I realized that's not sustainable. Then I felt frustrated, defeated and annoyed because I realized that I wasn't in control here. The algorithm has a lot of control over what content gets shown. That's just the way it is on that platform. The next thing that I did as a coach is I asked myself, what's the feeling behind this feeling? So frustration, defeated, annoyed, those are surface level feelings. But as a coach, I always like to know what's underneath that. And as I thought about that, I realized that the feeling Behind those feelings is a desire to feel seen, a desire to feel heard, a desire to know that my work is making an impact, a desire to know that my work is reaching the people it's meant to reach, multi-passionate creatives. And if I ask myself why I have those desires and I go a layer deeper, then we really get to the heart of what's happening here. I am a coach for multi-passionates. Multi-passionate creatives are an underserved community in our society. Most of our society believes that the way to be successful is to choose one thing and to become a specialist and to be known for one thing. There are not a lot of people who are advocating for the opposite. And that means that multi-passionates continue to be the underdog in a lot of situations. So my desire to have my work feel seen and heard and get out there and reach the people it's meant to reach is not coming from an inflated ego place. It's coming from a genuine passion and life purpose of supporting, uplifting, and creating quality content for a sector of our society that's vastly underserved, multi-passionate creatives. And when I get to that deep desire, to the core of that feeling, I have so much empathy for myself. Of course I feel defeated. Of course I'm annoyed that this carousel that I posted that could have helped someone through their day didn't get shown. Here's the thing. If you don't allow yourself to go into these deeper layers of feelings, you might pass off your frustration at Instagram as, well, I shouldn't be thinking so much about an app. It's just an app, whatever. And you might not even go to the place where you can get to the core of what you're actually feeling. Now, once I was able to get to the core of what's happening here, once I was able to tap into that, then I can ask myself the next question, which is, how can I feel more supported in this circumstance? And the answer to that question has been really profound. I started publishing articles on a platform called Medium. You may have heard of Medium, but if not, it's an app and a platform for writers. It's a place where you can go to write, so a lot of bloggers are there, there's a lot of entrepreneurs there, there's poets, there's parents, all kinds of people are there. But people who love to write, whether it's what they do full-time or whether it's something that they do simply to express themselves. It's full of people who believe that their voices deserve to be heard. And already, in knowing that, I know I have a lot in common with this community that's on this platform. So the only type of content that is shared on Medium are articles. That's the only type of content. Long-form articles. This feels really good for someone who wants to feel seen and wants to feel heard, right? Right? Putting my work on a platform where people are going intentionally to read long-form articles feels a lot better for me than putting my work on a platform where I have to fight to hopefully get people not to scroll past my 200-character caption. Huge difference. And what I've noticed from publishing my very first articles on Medium, I've only published five articles so far, and I've already seen that there is a huge aspect of community support baked in to this platform. When I spend time reading other people's articles and leaving thoughtful comments, I often wake up the next day and find that that same person has then gone and read one of my articles and left me a thoughtful comment. It's a place where writers go to encourage one another. It's just, it's a beautiful platform. I'll link to my Medium profile in the show notes if you want to check it out, read the articles that I wrote, and maybe see if it's a good place for you too. But that was the first solution that I created, was, okay, what platform is out there that will bring me the opposite feelings? (laughs) That won't leave me feeling frustrated and defeated, but will help me to feel seen and heard. Medium has been a great solution for that. I'm thinking about dipping my toes into LinkedIn, but I'm not sure yet. I know that LinkedIn does have a lot of the traits of a social media platform, so I'm just not certain, but I may dip my toes there because I know that's another place where people go to share articles and long-form content. So I'm honoring and embracing the fact that long-form content supports me in feeling seen, and knowing that my message is getting to the right people, and I'm looking for platforms that honor that type of content. I'm sure there are lots of others, and as I continue my research, maybe I'll find more, but I'm keeping it simple with focusing on Medium for now for my long-form articles. The next thing that I'm doing is doubling down on this podcast. I love being here with you. This is my favorite thing to do. And so I already have a podcast And rather than put so much energy into these frustrations on Instagram, I'd rather put even more effort into growing and sustaining and nurturing this podcast and you, those of you who are listening. When I first realized that I wanted to share how I'm responding to the changes on Instagram as a multi-passionate coach, my first thought was to make a reel about it. I was like, oh, my hair looks cute today. I'll just pop on video and I'll try to sum up my response to the changes on Instagram in a one minute reel. And then as I began to verbally process what I wanted to say, I immediately realized, nope, this needs to go on the podcast because I don't want to try to cram how I'm responding to this in one minute. I would rather share this on the podcast so that you can listen and you can identify with what resonates with you and we can spend a little bit more time on this subject and that's the beauty of podcasting. I'm able to talk to you, you're listening in and we're able to spend a bit of time together diving into these subjects. This is definitely a space where I feel seen, I feel heard, and I know that my work is reaching those who it's meant to reach. I'm so grateful for you. Have I thanked you for being here? Let me take a moment and just tell you that I can't do this alone. Every time you listen to my podcast and then send it to a friend, you are helping me change the world. We're doing this together. Every time you leave a review, you're helping someone else make the decision to listen in. We're doing this together. And so it's important for me to feel connected to you because I can't do this alone. And now that I'm saying that out loud, that's another reason why the frustration and the feeling of defeat has been showing up for me on Instagram. Because if my content doesn't get shown to you, then you're not going to interact with it. And then I don't feel a sense of community and I don't feel as connected to you. And that's a hard feeling for someone who knows that we're in this together and the changes that I want to see happen for multi in my lifetime are going to depend on both of us. It's not just me creating the coaching program and telling you about it. It's you signing up, you learning these tools, you changing your life and that creating a ripple effect for all those around you. Thank you so much for being here. Okay, so let's wrap this up by doing a quick recap of how I've been responding to the changes on Instagram as a multi-passionate coach. And I'm going to recap this in a way where you can apply this to your own process as well. Now, if you are totally fine with the changes that are happening, if you are embracing the video content, maybe you've been wanting to do video content anyway and this was just a little bit of a push that you needed, then that's amazing as well. Please don't think that you need to feel frustrated about Instagram If that's not your reality, I absolutely respect that and I even think that you can still benefit from doing this exercise because it's always going to be a potent experience when you get curious about your own creative process. And if you are feeling frustrated or defeated or annoyed at Instagram or the algorithm, then definitely do this exercise because I want you to get to the heart of what that feeling actually is. So to recap, the first thing that I did is I asked myself, how do I feel about the changes happening on Instagram? And then here's the important part. I did not require that I had an answer in the moment. Instead, I asked that question, I sort of left it there, and then I observed my process. So you can do the same thing. Ask yourself that question and then observe your actions in order to start seeing what might come up. In my case, my first response was to just fall in line and start creating a ton of video content, which quickly burnt me out and I realized was not sustainable. My second kind of response was feeling frustrated, defeated and annoyed when I would post a piece of content that wasn't in video format and it would not get shown to hardly anyone who's in my community on that platform. So observe your own actions and see what those surface level feelings are. The next thing that I did was after I had some feeling words to work with, I wanted to go a layer deeper. Why do I feel that way? What's underneath that feeling? And from there, I was able to realize so much. I wanna feel seen and heard know that my work is reaching the right people and I also want to feel in community with you because I cannot do this alone every single one of you listening is a part of this movement whether you realize it or not and so when my work isn't getting any traction or isn't getting any engagement it's not just frustration at an app it's this deeper feeling that's very much tied to my purpose in this lifetime now it's deep for me it goes that deep for me it might not go as deep for you and that's okay but I still want you to ask yourself, what's the feeling behind that feeling? After you have that, after you've gotten to the core, now you can say, well, how can I feel more supported? For you, it might be, okay, I'm going to just be more strategic about how I approach Instagram. I'm going to do one reel a week, but I'm not going to let Instagram stop me from posting other kinds of content. For others of you, you might do something similar to what I did, which is Instagram is not the only platform out there. Just because it's what everyone talks about and, you know, they do a good job at keeping us kind of addicted to that platform. That's not the only way to share your work. Maybe you want to start podcasting. Maybe you want to start writing on Medium. Or you may come up with a solution that is completely independent of anything mentioned here. Whatever you come up with is perfect and correct for you. The next thing that I did after that was also double down on this podcast. Do you have anything in your world that you're already doing that already feels really good that you can focus on more? That would be my way of helping you to kind of get to that step. Do you also have a podcast, but you focus more on social media content than you do on creating quality podcast episodes? Well, maybe it's time to shift the energy a little bit. Or have you been wanting to start a podcast? Maybe now's the time to do that. So I hope that this is helpful for you. I have never recorded an episode that's based on something that's currently trending because I like to keep my content evergreen. But this one has been showing up for so many people in my world, for my clients, for so many people in my community, that it just has to speak my piece. If this resonated with you, this does feel like a conversation starter. So I would love to know how you felt about this one. (laughs) This is kind of funny, but you can DM me on Instagram. (laughs) DM me. Let's bring back the community aspect to that platform. My Instagram handle is in the show notes. Click over there. Send me a DM. Let me know how this landed for you. Let me know if you resonated with this. Alternatively, you can share a screenshot of this in your Instagram stories and tag me. That will automatically put us in a DM and we can chat for a little bit. I love chatting with you. I will send you a voice note and we can talk. It's so fun. All right, my love, that's it for today. Thank you for listening. I'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Multi-Passionate Mastery Podcast. If you received anything valuable from this episode, send it to a friend. I know you've got some creative people in your life who need to hear this. Also, even sharing one sentence about how you feel about this podcast can help us reach the hearts and ears of more multi-passionates. If you're not exactly sure how to leave a review, I've left some instructions for you down in the show notes. Thanks again, and I'll see you in the next episode.